Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the most in-depth commentary on the latest develops in the anime and manga world. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is, as always, Rock. How are you, Rock? Good. Glad to be here, as always, Kevin. I'm glad to have you here. I'm excited to have you here, especially for today's episode, because we're going to be talking about the Chainsaw Man anime. We're going to be talking about the latest Mobile Suit Gundam anime, and we're also going to be getting Rock out of his comfort zone a little bit oh. and get and talking about the romantic killer manga. Uh, since it's getting a Netflix anime here in in a couple of days, I figure you know what? Oh. It's a good time to get Rock out of his comfort zone a little bit and read some shoujo and uh, manga. Good so romantic killer. Yeah, so. <laughs> I just told them so that good. I. Honestly, I just told you the title of it and they didn't tell you what it's about. So because I, I, I wanted to get your surprise in, in this podcast. So it's going to be fun to find out how you felt about this type of uh, manga. So, um, But before we get into all that, let's do some quick housekeeping. If you want to download the a Manga Revolution podcast, you can do that at, at any podcast service like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We would really appreciate you guys leaving us a, um, a review and rating us uh, five stars. That always will help us out with the podcast rankings. And you can find also the work that Rock and I do on the comic book and manga industry at comicbookrevolution.com, where I know Rock recently posted some uh, recent ratings for some uh, Marvel shows and other and Star Wars shows there. We also have some uh, manga coverage there um, that are are for reviews and comic books. So you could check that out there. Um, And you could also follow the Comic Book Revolution, CB Revolution and the Manga Revolution podcast at the Manga Podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at the Kevin Lainas. Rock, where can we find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rock2K's Revolution. Awesome. And so before we get into talking about some manga, let's talk anime first, Rock. And the first yeah. anime I know that you've been waiting to talk about and oh boy. Uh, is Chainsaw Man. We finally got the debut of Chainsaw Man. How much has your life changed since the anime <laughs> has come out? Uh, the sun is a little bit brighter. The sky is a little bit bluer. My pugs are a little bit smarter. Uh, it's great. <laughs> it's really awesome. No, it's it's been a blast that I'm so impressed with this anime. I think they've done a great job bringing Chainsaw Man to life. It looks exactly like what I was hoping for. You you get the you get the right look of the manga i think they they make it in fujimoto's style but class it up a bit for the for the anime so it's a little bit more dynamic than the manga right a little bit it, more it, it doesn't feel as dirty as the manga feels sometimes right <laughs> yes that's that's the perfect description that's exactly what i was looking for it does not it doesn't look as dirty as the manga yes that's exactly it and so i think it's a, a little a little slicker a little sleeker, but it still retains the right essence of, of the look of Chainsaw Man. So I was just, wow, I was blown away. Once they got into the action scenes, wow, the action was really everything I was hoping for and more. It it absolutely was. I have zero complaints. The action is just gorgeous looking, and I like that they decided to go ahead and say, you know what? We're not going to censor it a lot. We're not going to make it super kitty. We're going to, you know, Chainsaw Man is a quite a violent manga with lots of blood and gore. We're going to lean into that and give the viewers what they equate with Chainsaw Man. And those, those the, uh, wow, Kevin, I mean, the fight scene in particular, not so much the second episode because the second episode, uh, doesn't have as much action and you don't in fact see Chainsaw Man you see power in action of course but you don't see Chainsaw Man in action as Chainsaw Man you see Denji just kind of using an axe but in the first episode you do see Chainsaw Man in action and yeah it is as bloody as you could ever hope it to be <laughs> yeah and even when power shows her uh, uses her her abilities too like yep. she she goes <laughs> she goes through her extreme normal power self too Yep. Um and, and yeah, that's what surprised me about this because you're totally right that usually with most manga adaptions, one thing that is always noticed when maybe criticized for man- most manga adaptions is like My Hero Academia, I think is the first one that comes to mind is that yes, it can't be as violent as the manga or like as bloody or like show mm-hmm. as much like injuries that, or as severe injuries as the manga shows. Yep. Um, And so it is surprising that it seems like 
Mappa and then TV Tokyo or whoever's um, running this anime does understand that we got something special here. We got a full audience here of like so many people are Fujimoto fans specifically of like his name is such a big driver now. Like he is known as like the author and stuff like that in in Japan. Um, So like you could tell like just by how much they don't censor it, like the content that they have something magical here. And even like the the intro, I think I I sent it to you when we, when it debuted. Of like the intro was like amazing for like I'm not sure if any not if people haven't um, noticed it, but the intro is all just film references, like yeah. oh, film great. references out of the because Fujimoto is a huge movie fan. Yeah, um, he's kind of like Hideo Kojima in that way of like he loves movies. So like the intro is almost all references from like 80s, 90s yes. movies from like any type of movie that you could think yep. of. So like, especially like Pulp Fiction and mm-hmm. like Quentin Tarantino movies and stuff like the that. Big so, Lebowski. The Big Lebowski, like yeah. with the bowling ball. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, so it's really cool. And like, you could tell how much investment, how much they invested into this anime. Yes. Like even like the, a small thing, like having each, uh, each episode end with a different ending song. Like that, that's big. Cause I've never seen that in an anime before. Me like neither. maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but like having an ending song for each one, obviously they're going to release a soundtrack for this. So yeah. and you could tell that they're just going to release a soundtrack of just the ending songs and the opening. Um, Cause like that, that's crazy that they're going to do that. Um, but again, it just speaks to how, how they know they have something special with this. Oh, I, I agree. I think Mappa really are treating this Chainsaw Man franchise with a lot of love and care. And yeah. it really shows they know this is something unique and special that this is a big deal for a lot of viewers and they're acknowledging it and the Mm -hmm. effort that they're putting into it is it's really evident i mean you could tell they are pouring their heart and soul into this they really want to pull off something special with this anime and it's coming across really Mm -hmm. evident in the first two episodes yeah like the only other anime, to be honest, in the last few years that has had this type of feel is like Spy, a Spy Family, really. Yeah, of like you, when you watch it, you could tell that everybody involved, include like from the mangaka to the the animation studio yep. to the, even the the um, licensor, they know this is the next big thing, and that and Chainsaw Man is that for sure. Like if it wasn't for Spy X Family, like Spy Family, really, to be honest, like this would be the anime of the year, like would no doubt be an anime of the year but spy family obviously has like a lot of like has a strong contention for that but you could tell like those are the two only animes that i've watched this year where i'm just like these are the like these are the things that are blowing up these are the things that are catching everyone's attention and you could tell like you'll probably see chainsaw man and like burger king and stuff like that where like (laughs) um and and things like that like it's going to be the the big deal uh, um of of the year and I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being everybody's favorite anime of the year. I agree. I think I think you're right at this point at, at, for 20 uh 22 I think Spy Family and Chainsaw Man have clearly separated themselves from everything else as the class of the industry at the moment. I mean, they are just on a different level and the studios are treating them as something really special and you can tell that they are really loved and i just think that they're that spy family and chainsaw man they're neck and neck with each other at the top at the top of the class yeah which is surprising because this was actually has been a really strong year in anime so like we have a lot of really good anime this year and so for you and chainsaw man to like immediately like it was episode one you could tell like even like the fervor how much it's trending and everything that everybody's yes. loving it that this is a global phenomenon right now yes um so and and it really shows even in anime like you said going back to the animation in, in general it's just like you could totally tell they they put so much love and care and like mm-hmm. the, the good thing that they did was like get into the coolness factor of all the characters of like yep. all the characters look cool they obviously do. denji look denji can't help but look dorky yes um, no matter what <laughs> no matter what but all the other characters like yep. makima and power they all they're they're they, they radiate kind of this cool factor and like just going into like they in the anime more so than the manga i feel like they lean into the men in black nature of kind of yes. the characters really like that this is like like and you, like at least that's what i felt when i when i watched them like yep. makima even is more like k and stuff like that and things mm-hmm. like 
So I was just like, oh yeah, they're definitely leaning into like, let's make them look present as cool, even though obviously our main character, we could never pull that off because he's going to be <laughs> as dorky as, as he can be. So, right. so I think that was one of the things that stood out to me outside of the action, obviously, that right. they, they definitely amped up the coolness factor of like, hey, these characters aren't, once they're in, in animation form, that that's what what it's going to be. I agree. I think the, the story has been very solid. I think the two episodes have given some some depth and texture to the world and to the characters. I, uh, you know, I'm always going to be slightly biased. I, I'm the kind of person that always thinks a really good novel is better than the movie mm-hmm. of the novel. A really good manga is going to be better than the anime because I think the manga still handles the quiet moments mm-hmm. and the silent moments with more power and emotional impact. But still, I think don't don't be mis- don't be confused. This anime isn't just leaning into the mindless action. There's plenty of good depth to the characters and to the stories, and it definitely brings a lot of the the emotional part of of the manga to life as well so you 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 get good stories and characters too yeah and more so than any other anime too i think one thing that chainsaw man uh, while watching it that i I just noticed while watching it was Mm -hmm. how much the setting like just that the full setting is is animated too like where the manga obviously like we'll get a lot of white backgrounds or like not as much detail like for the big ones we'll get building detail and stuff like that in the manga but here we get that full detail and it almost changes like the the tone of each each scene as well like like you get really a good sense of like how just mm-hmm. the setting and how it's drawn and everything like the background and stuff like that this kind of almost changed the tone of like the way even the characters talk and stuff like that compared to how when you read it in the manga mm-hmm. it, it it almost hits it hits differently and i think that they really did a good job with that stuff too yeah i agree it it does change the tone and that and that was kind of a, that was a surprise i wasn't i wasn't expecting that and i like it i like that the anime I have no problem with Mappa trying to give the anime its yeah. own unique flavor and vibe. Well, obviously yeah. still staying very true to the manga, yeah. of course, you know, but I like that it's okay to kind of give it its own flair. That's fine. Yeah. It's two different mediums. Yeah. And again, it gives it its own look because they obviously, like I said, the set, the setting and then also even the lighting. I think it, yes. it just changes like the, the tone from what, or how you read the scene when you, when you read it in the manga. It, it's like you said, it's not as dirty yeah. and creepy feeling as the manga. The manga is, feels overwhelmingly lonely and dirty. Yeah, it, feel, it feels more <laughs> like a horror. It feels like more of a horror, yeah. horror a- a manga than it does like a yeah. traditional Shonen Jump manga, to be honest. Agreed. Kind of almost like the Gigi Ito st- style stuff compared to like more traditional superhero action. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but awesome. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I know we're going to have a new episode this week too. So yeah, um, there's something to look forward to. So I, I'm sure we'll be talking about Chainsaw Man even more at the end of the year when we're talking about our favorite anime of the year. So oh, another yeah. one that could be in contention there, I'm, I don't know, and I haven't talked to Rock at all about this anime actually, is the Mobile, Mobile Suit Gundam, which of which from Mercury. Rock, what do you think of this? Because I know in terms of this Gundam show, it actually is a much different. Obviously, it has the female protagonist, the first time yep. we've ever had a female protagonist yep. in, in Gundam. Mm-hmm. Um, and but what do you think of like let's get into specifically the school setting? What do you think of the changing in like the setting of like that? We're in like almost like a military school type school. What, what do you think yeah. of that? Uh I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't blown away by this anime mm-hmm. at all. I love giant robots. Yeah. Kevin. So any scene involving giant robots beating each other up is great. But as far as the setting, I uh it's I mean, I got it's another it's essentially another middle school in some high, like high school, yeah. Setting with middle school themes and middle school characters and middle school drama and middle school blah 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 blah. I'm guessing it's middle school. It could be high school, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah. Whether it's junior high or high school, take your pick. It's okay. It's not what I would have preferred. And maybe it's because I'm just reading a lot of manga right now that mm-hmm. involves, you know, high school. I, I am. I, I 
I am reading a lot of Bulls High School characters. <laughs> I even made you read right one now. for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading a ton that involve it. So maybe I'm just kind of like, eh. yay, I'm back in high school again. And I just not, I think that could be part of it is that I'm just, I just, I don't want to be back in high school again. Yeah. And what, uh, before I get into my thoughts, what do you think of yeah. like in terms of the tone of the anime? Um, th- this version is that like it starts off with Gundam's being outlawed almost um, like because yeah. that's not something usually when we start oh. with Gundam usually Gundams are just introduced into the world or like a new thing and stuff like that whereas this one we have a history because we did have that prologue and stuff like that but yep. it seems like people are like against Gundams because of like how powerful they are or just how yeah. like how different they are from the traditional mobile suits that most companies make so right. what do you think of that taking that approach for this where like even the like the main pilot she is like her parents were Gundam pilots who her like it's a little spoilers but it was the prologue yeah. episode where like her dad dies and then her mom moves on and so they're kind of trying to hide the Gundam aerial as like just a regular mobile suit but it is obviously a Gundam what do you think right. of them going with that approach of that Gundams have always existed here and now they're they're actually outlawed in this world? It's it is very different. I'm at this point where what the prologue plus three episodes in yeah yeah fourth episode just came out this past Sunday. That's right. I I, I did watch that this morning the fourth episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so I maybe I need to see a little bit more, but at this point I am neither for nor against. I guess that's a horrible straddling the fence. Kevin is a terrible <laughs> thing to take. I know yeah. I, that's horrible, but I kind of feel like I need to see. I need to see a little bit more about where they're going with it yeah. for me to to decide whether I, I I'm not opposed to it. I'm not particularly for it. It, 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 it I guess it's where they go with it, really. Yeah. I, and that's a terrible answer, but I, I don't I don't feel moved one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're um, still early on, so we don't really know what it means for more of like the entire status quo beyond like the current setting. Right. But I just thought it was like an interesting thing because just kind of going into my thoughts, I'm enjoying it for the most part because I do like that it's a little bit different um, in is. terms of like the traditional Gundam of like the hero. What I what I did enjoy is that the pilot she um uh satellite I think it's her name um but she already is like trained mobile suit pilot so she like when she's in a mobile suit she has full confidence in herself where instead of her having her to learn or like being a rookie um and and so i did like that tone you're right that we're watching a lot and reading a lot of manga that are currently in that high school setting so it is like as much as it's different for a gundam show it's not different Mm -hmm. for anime um Mm -hmm. and but I do like that they're going, they're trying something different with Gundam a little bit here. Like it kind of reminds me of um, like kind of uh, G Gundam a little bit where let's try, <laughs> let's do like where G Gundam was like, let's do Dragon Ball Z, like yes! Gundam with Dragon Ball Z, right? Like yeah, everything yeah, is a, yeah. every, every anime at the time was Dragon Ball Z, like a Dragon <laughs> Z clone. So like they did Gundam. And so you could kind of tell that that's kind of what they're doing here where like, yeah. hey, my hero and stuff like that, they do have that high school setting yep. are very yep. popular and kind of reminded me, obviously it's not the same because it's not like as action heavy or like um, Dragon Ball Z heavy as like oh. Gundam, but that's what it reminds me of, like the shifting tone for a Gundam mm-hmm. show and that they're, let's try this out. Let's figure out if this works for us. Um, so I do like that they're t- trying to take a risk here because it does like watching this anime did feel like, hey, we're taking a risk here because we're yes. changing up the tone from what people that love Gundam know. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that they're kind of challenging themselves to figure mm-hmm. out if this works for them. Um, and the other thing that I have enjoyed about it, especially um, which is always like a good political drama. And I like that in terms of this show, mm-hmm. the political drama comes from like out in space the companies that are actually the government is is right. our actual companies and that even like the big CEO guy for that we've been introduced to that he sees himself as the king he doesn't see himself as like as just a CEO he actually right. sees himself as a ruler so mm-hmm. i did like i do like that type of thing that they're they're doing something a little bit different of testing what what it means to like if we did go out into space who would be in charge like right. who would who yep. would be like our president who would be the president of like of another planet who would who would be in charge of all these things and and that they are kind of doing that of like yeah it's the corporation it was it's the elon musk of this uh right. of this yeah. he's the one that took us to space he's the one in charge so like he sees yeah, yeah, yeah. king and i'm just like you know what 
maybe because of like how we're already dealing that with our world right now, like with Elon Musk and other other corporate CEO types. Jeff Bezos, get, <laughs> Jeff Bezos are trying to get up, get up in space. Yeah, um, you could. T- I could. I'm like, you know what? This is almost too realistic because I could see this <laughs> happening to us. <laughs> that these are the guys that would want to be in charge or want to see themselves as the king of the whatever planet that they end up on. Yeah. Um, so I do enjoy that, and I and like I said, I do like also that Gundams have been a thing already here because that's another change that it's not a new thing and that right. they've actually been outlawed because of the advanced technology and things like that. And um, the one thing I still want to I still want to wrap my mind around a little bit and not wrap my mind around it, but just get used to it a little bit is the mm-hmm. um, is the characters themselves, the interactions. I think they st- they're still building. I could tell from like even today's episode. They're still building out the chemistry between everybody. It's it is awkward, just like a high high schoolers would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it it is going to take some time for them to all like kind of mesh together. And you could tell like their their cast is still trying to mesh together. Yes. Um, and so it's not evidently because like most of the most of these kids aren't already friends or the teams are the teams are already established before the anime. Um, so that is like also something a little bit different because usually with a Gundam anime, the characters have already like previously established and that that's how they write the characters is that they ha- don't have at least a couple pe- people in in whatever group they're in. They, they're already like, oh, we're already friends or we're already, especially like the most recent ones, or we're, we've been yeah. a team for a little while. We've interacted for a while here. That's not what the case. Yep. So that is kind of getting, <laughs> I'm sorry there, um, that it is it is taking time to get used to like kind of, Oh, these characters are really brand new. Cause they don't know. These, this is the first time they're meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it so. is. I, uh, it, it's very different. I agree. It's very different. And you know, everyone's mileage is going to differ because of that. It's really going to you know, either. If you dig this quite a different approach, then, you know, you may be more into this. Uh, uh, the, 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 the characters just, have not clicked with me yet. I get it. It's only been four episodes, but I don't really. I kind of, sort of, maybe like a little bit of uh, the. Uh, I call him Gaston, uh, <laughs> the bad guy, because he just reminds me of Gaston, and uh, I kind of like him a little bit. But outside of him, all these characters just kind of seem. To me, at least, kind of just generic, boring characters. Yeah, they don't really interest me, and the storylines are just kind of mid at this point. They yeah. might get better, but I, it's, it's not a lot of action. We do get some, and we can talk about the action in a minute because the action yeah. and the animation is important, of course, to yeah. a Gundam anime, but. You get a lot of time with these students outside of the giant robots. And yeah. so again, your mileage may vary. It depends on what you like from an anime. Yeah, and I, I, it is definitely one of those things where you could tell that they're taking more of a slower, deliberate approach yep. with this. Like, we're, yep. we're, we're not going to get into the bigger Mm-mm. issues and all that stuff. We're getting it's really it feels more like, oh, we're going to do a school tournament and stuff like that right yep. now. Yeah. Um, whereas like usually with Gundam, we're already getting into the p- big political that, war that's going on. That's so right. it yep. seems like that's what's brewing, but we still yeah. haven't gotten into that. So it's like, um, and the, the characters are still like new and fresh. So like, yep. it's, go- it does feel like it's going to take a little bit of time where they are taking a much, much different approach from just that, not, not just oh, setting yeah. wise, but also even the character development wise of how they're presenting everybody. Most definitely. Most but, definitely. But you you've already kind of te- teased it a little bit of mm-hmm. um, what do you think of like just the animation in general and like you um, that that they're that they're using for when we do get the action because we've mm-hmm. gotten action in every episode. Yep. Um, so what what do you think of like the Gundam action here compared to like others that we've had? Uh, I like it. It's it's not the best Gundam action to be sure. I mean, it's only four episodes in, so it's yeah. unfair to say that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be much later where we get the right. big big. Battle, yeah, yeah, exactly. But the animation is nice. Uh, when, when you get to the Gundam suits and 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 the big fighting, the animation is very well done. It's very attractive. It's very slick. It looks nice. It looks dynamic. It, the animation is for me really kicks up several notches. I, uh, the high school scenes all look boring to me, and I think a lot of that 
Kevin, is because the they all wear the same uniform and it's a super boring looking uniform to me, at least. Yeah, and they're, they're all kind of super baggy. Like it's weird that they're yeah. all like really baggy, which I guess in space would make sense. Like you would kind of want a little bit, but but it just like stylistically, like visually, like it looks weird. It does, right? So, but but when the animation moves to the Gundams battling and the mobile suits battling, it looks a lot better, a lot more exciting, a lot more visually pleasing. It's very cool looking. I I dig all the animation for the fight scenes. Yeah. The fight psychology, I think, has kind of sucked at this point because we've seen... How do you pronounce her name? It, it It's... it's she uh, goes by... Suleta Mercury? Suleta, or is it pronounced Suretta? I couldn't tell. I think it's Suleta Mercury? Suleta Mercury. Oh, Suretta Mercury, yeah. That's right. So when she's she battles Gaston, in <laughs> uh, the first fight and beats him and i'm like okay well you just removed the, the big bad in the school setting not not overall yeah. big bad okay just just the the, the, the mean bully kind of jerk guy and then they fight a second time and she beats him again and with the same move and i'm like that's terrible fight psychology like yeah. have her lose the first one then the second one makes more sense but to have her yeah. win both and win with the same move was kind of like Okay, I just watched Goldberg, uh, you know, spear, uh, spear and jackhammer, you know, Kevin Nash three times in a row. Which uh, I'll say that that is a usual thing, Gundam. To be honest, um, it is because like we do see that we see, do see the protagonist. <laughs> we do see the protagonists like usually always win their first couple it's, fights because they want to show how bad yes. badass they are. And like again, that that's a traditional thing for Gundam. Gundam. Like we don't ever see like them really lose. Why don't they I, change I, like, that though? They're yeah. changing everything else. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna no. mix up everything else, mix that up too. Like, yeah, and w- what do you think of like the technology for all these Gundams and mobile suits? Because I feel like, especially like the Gundam Aerial was, like usually like the like specifically like the funnel yeah. system. Like usually yes. that's safe for like the second or third Gundam that the the pilot uses. Yes, but I was very surprised that they used the funnels here. Like, which the funnels are the things that come out of the Gundam and stuff like that, and the remote like little dro- droids that um, and stuff like that. Usually we don't see that at a, for no. a starter Gundam, and I was just like, no. "Oh!" When I saw that, I was just like, "Wow, this is cool." That, that yeah. that's what added the cool factor in the first, especially the first episode, um, past the prologue. I was just like, "Wow, this is cool," and I was like, "I was not expecting it." At, and what what made that that scene specifically when they showed that off mm-hmm. was the music, because I was just like, "This yes. felt like Metal Gear Solid type music almost yes. to me." Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was yeah. just like, "All right, this actually made it badass." Like, I, yes. I get what you're saying about the second episode, um, in terms of it being predictable. Yeah, but I did like the emotional weight of it, like mm-hmm. in terms of what what the, what it meant and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, that that's the one thing that did surprise me the most out of, out of it is how advanced and it kind of gets into like kind of I like how that is also based on the prologue as well. Of like in the prologue, we already see that everybody's so used to Gundam pilot like Gundam pilots and mobile suit pilots that now when we get into this one, it feels like we're in that third or fourth generation of mobile suit pilots that they already know what they're doing and. Or or and and even the and the and the mobile suits themselves are really advanced compared to what we traditionally get from a gun. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, we really are multiple steps down the road already. Just with the first episode, with that first fight, which is very interesting. It's not normally what we see, which kind of makes me wonder what what do they have in store for us later on? If they're showing this much of the Gundam in the beginning, then what kind of power ups are we going to be seeing later on? Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see. It, no doubt, it does emphasize, though, that we are we are much further in with the use of the Gundams in mobile suits than we were than, than you normally are with, yeah. with this franchise. Yeah, and usually, like they're still being introduced or yeah. they're still being refined. We're here, right. and it feels like they're very refined already. Well, they that, feel very. That, that... Yeah, they're 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 well honed yeah. <laughs> already. I mean, they they are. We're just getting to like how. One thing I do hope for for this time because I, I am enjoying it. I'm enjoying all the like the different relationships because I, I like that they're changing and they're they are testing themselves because I like it, it could be controversial, but but they are they are taking this risk of it. And what I'm hoping for is that now that we're getting into the new episodes today and then like in a couple episodes that we really get into the bigger stuff of like what really all this is leading towards because mm-hmm. I think that's going to really be the thing that helps it the most is if we. Yeah find out what's going on beyond the school setting. Like yeah. what, what are these students all preparing for and what are all these corporations 
like testing all these mobile suits for, because that's the one thing that I think is really missing from here is that what is the bigger picture? Um, and we, we don't have that bigger picture right now. And I think that will help everything that's going on. Like even the emotional relationships, like where, um, uh, with, with, with the Sureta, uh, Sureta of like, um, she's, she now has like, she's engaged to, a to two people. <laughs> for yeah, she is. That's right. I forgot. She is <laughs> which, which is a cool, I, I thought that was a cool thing. Cause you're like, Oh yeah. In space, there's not the same gender norms or the, or, or like the same rules that we would have or, and stuff like that here. No, you get like, a spouse her. based on dueling. Yeah. Kevin. Dueling is how <laughs> yeah. you determine what spouse you get. That's and, and, or how many spouses you have. <laughs> Let me tell you what, if that was the case, Kevin, I would have exactly zero spouses. Cause I'm not dueling anybody. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so that is an interesting thing, but like I said, I think the the thing that's going to help it most, and I think even for you, Rock, will probably be thing that's most helpful is that what what is the thing the thing beyond the school? Yeah. What is what is everybody working towards? Because right. I think that's the one thing that is missing from here. Yes. Where we usually get that already in the first episode of most most Gundam shows is like, oh yeah, these got all our our main characters are fighting against this war. They're the, they're the rebellion against the empire. Usually that's what what it is. It's always Star. It always goes back to Star Wars with Gundam, right? <laughs> exactly. Honest. It's like it's it's the rebellion versus the the Empire, but yep. we don't have that yet here. No, no. And I think yeah. I think once we move, when we move, and I hopefully we do, but when we move past the high school setting and on to what the larger overarching story is, my interest might increase at that point, and I'm hoping that that happens yeah. sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, um, we got and there's plenty of other anime to discuss, and we could probably spend an entire podcast talking about all the animes from the fall season just <laughs> itself. But we all we are a manga podcast as well, so right. let's talk about the big manga that that uh, we're going to be talking about this episode. Which for for Rock, I got him out of his comfort zone. Like oh I said, my at the beginning, um, we're going to be talking about Romantic <laughs> Killer. So the reason, that especially, I wanted to talk to you, Rock, about this is because. We are getting an anime here at at the end of the week at the end of the week, yep. um, on Netflix, and which is a little a little weird, just because um, w- what I found was that Romantic Killer is it a new manga? It's actually a manga that's already over. It actually ended in June of twenty twenty. It only went on for about a year, um, and thirty nine chapters. And both uh, Viz Media just to time out with the anime coming out on Netflix, they did release the first volume, basically the first nine chapters on their um subscription services which is how how we read it mm-hmm. um and it, it's a little weird just because uh th- this manga it ended obviously during the pandemic uh pandemic year that unfortunately we had um but they almost waited two years for the anime to like to have an anime adaption of a of a manga that only lasts 39 chapters right. so i thought that was a really weird choice when i looked it up i, th- I thought this was an honor because especially because netflix announced the anime adaption yep. um i was just or I saw the trailer. That's how I I, I knew about it. Um, that this is a two year old manga that's already only lasted thirty nine chapters. What do you think of of that rock? That was bizarre when you first told me about it. See, I purposely I don't know why, Kevin. I just trusted you. I was like, romantic killer. <laughs> Ooh, it's like some kind of murder. You know, <laughs> this guy, this maybe he's like a uh, some weird playboy millionaire who goes on a murdering streak like Jack the Ripper. I can't. Ooh, what is this going to be? And then I like, what the what? purposely. It's a- I purposely didn't tell you what it's about. Oh, and so when I started reading, I was like, hmm, what is this again? And that's when I found out, I just did a quick Google search on it and I found out, wait a minute. So it ended in June of 2020, it was only 39 chapters, mm-hmm. and it's just now getting an anime? Like, that is bizarre, Kevin. Really bizarre. It's not what you normally see. Yeah, and I, I I couldn't find information on it. Maybe it got greenlit before, like the, I, during the pandemic, and then like obviously we have so many pandemic delays, right? Um, but the only other one that I th- I could think about it kind of like this, which is not really because it's still ongoing, is like Masha, where like they got the anime announced after its cancellation, oh, kind yeah. of thing. Um, so I'm not. Can't, it, it, who can't? Who publicly cancels a title, Kevin? Like evidently three years before it's going to end because it's been going on for like a year after they. Announced the cancellation, hasn't it? Right. <laughs> you're, you're just. I know Rock is just waiting for like what. What is the last <laughs> chapter? I'm just. You're waiting for the it just to say end up on the final chapter, right? Right. right. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. So yeah. So I thought that was a weird thing, but um, but I, I kind of wanted to uh us to read this just because this is a totally different manga than what Viz or at least we see Viz publish yes. on like the subscription service because usually. 
they do stick to the more traditional action heavy or um genre stuff um mm-hmm. but here with romantic killer it goes in leans into the shoujo um genre which is more of like the romance and stuff like that and even here it has the more like the tome setting of like the character going having to find find a relationship so i thought that was a really interesting choice for viz to just release this obviously because they're trying to hype up the the um the anime release and time it out with that but i I did think that that was an interesting choice for them yeah it's very very unusual for this type of manga to be on a shonen jump it reminded me of uh, i know we've we referenced before in the early 2000s when shonen jump the the physical magazine came over to north america and you know, I, I obviously I didn't buy it, but the sister magazine to Shonen Jump, which is Shoho Beat, yeah, yeah, also came over to North America in in that 2005 time period and was over here for I don't know how long, but for a while. Mm-hmm. So I know that it's that you know obviously Suisha has their you know Shonen Jump for Shonen magazine, but they also have a a, a separate one for their yeah. their Shoho titles as well. Yeah, they it's have they have a couple of different ones. They have like Shonen Shonen Jump Plus and things like that that they put for other types of manga that aren't the traditional ones. Right. So I I was I'm not while well, I've not read any uh you know show manga titles. I am obviously familiar with it. I know yeah. what it is. I know it exists. I know what the <laughs> shtick is. Okay, I've just never read it. Yeah. Um, so I was it was just. Wow. Okay. This is uh, like to what you said. It's not something we've seen on the Shonen Jump app over here. Yeah, yeah and 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 I thought it was in- interesting because again, I wanted to read something comedic too. I was like, okay, the, let's let's see what this is about. Is it the is it going to be the traditional Shoho thing of like let's just get into the romance? But w- what surprised me was just the setting, which we'll, we could get into the story right now. Of just so people have an overview of it, the series really centers around this uh, high school girl. Her name is um, Anzu. Uh, uh, Oshino, who who isn't the typical high school girl where she doesn't care about romance, she doesn't care about like talking to friends or anything like that. She's only interested in three things. One, video games. Two, yep. chocolate. Three, her cat. That yep. that is yep. all she cares about in life. And <laughs> she doesn't care about anything else. She oh. as soon as school is over, she heads straight home or heads to the video game store, gets a video game and goes plays it in her room and just nerds out basically in her um and is basically just a um an otaku basically um and and she is totally completely happy um but unfortunately for her she one one day uh she she gets teleport magically teleported by this by this fairy named riri who um teleports her into like the this uh, video game world where she tells them you know what we're not um happy because uh, my people that we feed off uh, children's hearts um, and their happiness, but we've we've realized that there's not v- many kids being born in Japan, so that's a big issue for us. Oh, and it's all and it's a, and it, and it is the fault <laughs> of people like you, Anzu, uh, that who are only interested in video games or anime and things like that. That they're not having families anymore. So so we're going to Kevin, do this thing. He's saying they're not getting it on enough, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're saying. <laughs> Exactly. Or you're not trying to get it on, right? Exactly. <laughs> At all. Especially on Anzi's case, who does not care about that stuff. That's right. Um, so 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 he um uh, so Riri, this fairy, decides, you know what? Just to make sure that we, we increase the birth rates, we're testing this thing out, and you're gonna be one of the first test subjects. I'm gonna take away the things you love, uh, video games, chocolate, and your cat, so you can never and really interact with them, you could never really find them, and you and the and the only way you could get them back is by actually getting a happy ending, just like in a, a Tome game or a shoujo manga that you have to find a romantic love interest and hook up with them. And once you do that, you get all that stuff that you love back. And she's like, what? But she gets what? back to her world and realizes all her video games are gone. Her chocolate is gone and her cat is super distant with her where she can never, her cat is always out of reach. Yeah, the um, parents immediately get a job. The dad yeah. immediately gets relocated to the United States of America for his job, even though he's a postman in Japan. Kevin, yeah. how does that work? Yeah, and, and, and his wife, all, and, and, and they pay for his wife to go with him too. Yes, and they pay for the wife, and, and they, they leave the cat, and 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 they and they leave the, this huge house for her for their daughter because they don't take their daughter, which is right. a typical thing for shoujo anime where yes. the protagonist lives by themselves. 
and she somehow ends up that way of like just ending up living by herself so everything Riri said was true so basically everything she loves in life and she go tries to go to a store tries to buy chocolate she tries to buy video games nowhere to be found whenever she goes there so everything she loves in life is gone um so and much to her chagrin she also gets placed in in a shoujo trope of finding a hot guy and somehow she magically runs into this hot, hot guy whose name is um Tsukasa Ka- Kazuki and she ends up in all these different scenarios where it's like a shoujo um manga which she even calls out in her head whenever she does her inner monologue she's like what kind of trope am i into um so yeah, yep. that's really what what the first nine chapters are about rock yes what did you think of this just because like while it's in the show you're setting it's really more like <laughs> it feels more like deadpool almost of like ca- <laughs> calling things out uh, yeah well yeah it does have a lot of um it does have a lot of slapstick comedy in it it relies heavily on slapstick comedy it relies heavily on our main character uh, anzu really mugging for the camera i mean she might mug to the camera, Kevin, more than our uh, than in Spy Family. Uh, <laughs> more than more than in She Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot of mugging to the camera. So, it, uh, but yeah. So in that way, you're right. It, it is kind of Deadpoolish as far as the physical comedy and the mugging to the camera and commenting on the world as if you're not really part of the world, like you're kind of on a set of a TV show rather than actually living your life because it is kind of like a set to reread this little magical fairy has kind of created this world. that's essentially like a set, a sitcom set almost where everything happens uh, is everything is orchestrated for a specific purpose to get her together with the attractive fellow. Yeah. Uh, or one of the attractive fellows. Cause we meet one another of the one. At, fellows. We, we meet, meet another one. We meet another one at the end of like this first volume, right? The first, the first eight chapters, it's all about Sukasa being the hot guy that she's, that, that Riri's trying to get her shacked up with. And when that doesn't work, Kevin, Riri goes, all right, fine. That, that's not working. All right. He just wants to be friends and you just want to be friends. And now you, you're just friends together. Uh-uh. Nope. Throws a curveball at her. And uh, I guess you pronounce Here, it. Here's Hawkeye number two. <laughs> yeah. Right. Junta shows up and he's, you know, baseball player, big, attractive looking guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. oh, oh no. Now, now we got Hawkeye number two. And that's how the, the ninth chapter ends it's it is i it's it's uh it was more honestly it was more it was more mugging to the camera and slaps to comedy mm-hmm. than i was actually expecting yeah. once i realized what you'd gotten me into with the first chapter <laughs> <laughs> right so that was that was a bit of a surprise that that part i didn't necessarily see coming what did you think of that and as a storytelling device in terms of like we have this character in Anzu who is super hyper aware of her setting and that everything around her is being created for her. Like throughout the yeah. nine chapters, like she's like, somehow I'm being forced into, like you said, like I think your, your analogy of t- a TV show or whatever, yeah. that she's somehow, she's the only character aware that she's in this kind right. of shoujo manga or, or, or a TV show. Um, she's being forced into all these situations. What did you think of this manga taking that tone and taking that approach when it comes to what we normally would see this with this type of story. Yeah, I think for it's hard for me to speak for what a true fan of shoujo manga desires yeah. in their product, okay, because I'm not that target audience, but yeah. for me, I can tell you from the perspective of someone who does not read shoujo manga, that's not their thing. Uh I, this approach I think makes it way more accessible to a larger wider audience mm-hmm. than if it played by their traditional rules yeah I, I really do because the mugging to the camera it being kind of like a tv set where she knows where only she's the one that knows it's it's not real it is real but that it's being manipulated and the physical comedy it allows a reader like me to enjoy it way more than if this was played straight mm-hmm from what I understand, even though I've not, I've not read this type of manga a lot, Kevin, okay, yeah. like, but, but if it was played straight, I would I would be tuned out after like the second chapter. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd be mm-hmm. like, glaze, eyes glaze over, I'm out. But because it is so self-aware and plays into it so heavily, 
that and has that it, it really the, the physical comedy is almost frenetic at times yeah. that i think keeps um uh people like me who may not be huge into this style of manga way more interested yeah. in it than you normally would so i i do think it kind of casts the net wider to a wider audience wider potential audience yeah and and that for me that that's kind of one thing that caught my eye and why i got excited when i watched the anime trailer specifically i was yeah. like oh this is when I first watched the anime trailer, I know that my first reaction, oh, this is a typical shoujo, like romance yeah. type thing. But then once I kept watching, I was like, oh, this is actually challenging all those tropes. And right. like, the main character is totally against the romance and stuff like that. And I thought it was funny. And I'm glad that reading the manga, it does seem like that. That's what it really is about of like yeah. the main character. She is not at all interested in this stuff and she has a hard time with it. And like and I think the self-awareness is what really helps the comedy really work yes. i think um because if it didn't if it just followed where she was just recasted almost as like the uh shoujo um protagonist it wouldn't have worked i think it does work much better if, because she is so self-aware she knows that these are all things that, like you said orchestrated for her and all these things are happening not because she, uh, on, on actual accident that they're being manipulated by that fairy uh riri um, so I, I do like that. I think that makes Anzu much more likable character in terms of like, um, because she's so self-aware. Um, mm -hmm. obviously this is completely different from what we normally read. Oh, um, yeah. and, and there, there's no action in this, um, to, uh, right. to, to be had, but like, but, uh, in terms of the comedy, I think it does like mm -hmm. it, it, they, he, um, the, the magaka Watura Momosa does blur the lines of how well the comedy will work. Um, because like there's a lot of times where I'm just like, ooh, this is awkward, but then it just reminds me of like Anzi really is reminds me so much of Deadpool, where yes. not everything works. Like there's obviously like almost every other page has a comedic beat. Mm. Um, but like not every single one will 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 work for me. But right. that is almost like I it, it this definitely felt like I was reading the manga version of a Deadpool comic, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Like where not everything works, like maybe yeah. every every third joke or every fourth joke will get a snicker out of me. Yeah. But then right. the other ones are just like, Oh, okay. I, I see w why someone else would find it funny. It's just doesn't yeah. work for me. And that's yeah. kind of what, like, what, like I said, with Deadpool, the same, that, that's almost a reaction I get from Deadpool. Uh, oh, you're a hundred percent spot on with that. The jokes in the comedy, they, they come flying at you a hundred miles an hour, one after the next. I mean, it's with every page. Boom. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. And it's like dodging fastballs. They just keep coming at you. And yeah. some some are going to work with you. Some aren't. And I think you're right, honestly, Kevin. I think it's somewhere around 25% to 33% of yeah. them were, got me to got me to chuckle. So it's somewhere along that yeah. kind of hit rate, similar to what you were saying. And everyone's kind of, each reader's going to find different ones humorous. Yeah. But there's a lot of them coming at you. And so at least you're guaranteed to snicker some of the time. Yeah. No, no, I could see what, like for me, like just reading the one volume, like mm -hmm. by the end, I think I was just like, you know what? I got my fill a little bit. Yes. I, that, that is the one feeling I did have at the end where I was just like, I don't need to read more. Um, right. Yes. I understand why, why people would continue on, but it's not for me, not because of the, the writing's bad or like the settings bad, but it's more like, cause the comedy, it almost feels like, how I always feel like with comedy movies like that, the perfect comedy movie is like an hour and a half. Yes. Um, and oh, agreed. If, it's two, yes. if it's, if it's two hours, it's too long. It's too long. Um, yes. And so, and th that's what this felt like reading. I was just like, you know what? I got my fill of this comedy. If I have to read more, I think I would get exhausted and kind of bored of everything because it's way too long. Maybe yes. I'll come back to read the second volume. Once I give myself enough time between reading these, this first volume to the next volume, but I do need that break. Which isn't what I normally feel like with a manga or a comic book or anything like that, and but it is that feeling that I have is like okay, I got my hour hour and a half of a comedy movie here, right? I don't need more, and that that's what. And again, it, I, I don't know if you, that's good or bad, but that's just the feeling I got from reading this. Um, right there with you, Kevin. It kind of reminds me of the reaction you had when we read and reviewed Undead Unluck. Yeah. And you were kind of like, got it. I, I, I got it. It's a million jokes. It's like Deadpool. And it's a million jokes coming, yeah. me, coming with every page. And I'm kind of, I'm done after the first volume. I'm like, got it. I'm to tap out for a little bit. I'm, I, I'm, I'm satiated. I don't need more. And I think I'm with you on 
romantic killer. It's kind of like, whew, okay, I got to the end of that end of that first volume with the end of chapter nine. I'm like, I got my full. Like yeah. I got my full. I'm yeah. set. Yeah. I don't need more of it. Yeah. Um, and 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 you're right because usually when I fall in love with a manga. I don't care what it is. It was Chainsaw Man or Spy Family or uh, Mashal or One Punch Man. I can't stop reading them. Mm-hmm. I got to read the next chapter. I, I just yeah. got to keep churning through every chapter that's available on Shonen Jump. I just got to keep going through them all. And with this one, I was like, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. I, I got I got I got the, the fill of it. I'm good. Yeah, and you can kind of tell that that even um, uh, Viz kind of make maybe realizes that as well because they only did release the first nine chapters. Correct. Um. So, and, and that also is aligned with the um North American physical release because they just released the first volume here on the fourth of October. They're not wow. releasing the second volume until January, so there is uh, a break. Okay. And I'm I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that's kind of go- how the release they're going to treat the release of. Of this, uh, in terms of like the vaulting status, because uh, I know this is one of those manga that that's in the vault that yeah. they're just kind of releasing chunks of chapters here and there, right. um, on, on the app. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of the treatment that this this manga will get. Is they'll probably align it with whatever the the physical re- the translation release here in the United States will be. Agreed. So. I, this is kind of weird, Kevin, and maybe I'm totally off base, and you'll think I'm crazy. For some reason. I think the anime will actually be better than the manga. Yeah, I, I just get that vibe. Do you? Yeah, I think the same. I, I think the same thing that the anime. Even watching the trailer, I found more even enjoyment I, from the trailer. And I think the anime will be the same thing. Of like, yeah. I think so many more of the jokes will work fully animated compared to. I agree. Here. Yeah, and that goes into kind of the art style here because we do have the the art style here. It reminds me more of a webtoon. Yeah, very much. It, then it does a traditional manga because it is fully colored. Yep. Even and even the designs of the characters, they do feel like oh, this is an artist. Uh, um, Wataru Momose, while he's a mangaka, he kind of is inspired by webtoons a little bit, which isn't surprising because webtoons is huge industry. Oh, and massive. but that that is what I I got the 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 feeling of while reading this manga, especially with the art style that 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 was chosen and it being fully colored as well, added to that that. While it has the traditional manga uh, like structure of like reading mm-hmm. uh, left to right and everything or mm-hmm. right to left, um, it didn't. Um, it, it like the art tone was much different from what, what we're used to. A hundred percent agree, Kevin. You nailed it with the, the comparison to webtoon because it did have the vibe of a webtoon. I know I read it like a manga, but it really yeah. felt like I was reading a webtoon. It looked like a webtoon. It did not. From an uh, from an artistic standpoint, I didn't feel like I was reading a manga at all. Mm-hmm. It did not. It just nothing about it gave me the vibe of a manga in the least. Uh, how, how long? Web-toony. I'm not. It's not necessarily a yeah. bad thing. I don't. I, I'm not. I, I, I don't mean to criticize unfairly. I'm not saying it's bad. Webtoon is its own thing, and and there are a lot of webtoons I like, and a lot of ones that look nice. Don't get me wrong. It's just different than what I usually. Yeah expect to get out of a manga yeah and so just going on, on that too of how long did it honestly take you to get used to the art style too just because i know i told you when i first told you about this manga i just told you it's a manga right um <laughs> and, and so i'm sure that that probably gave you an expectation of the traditional black and white and yes. stuff like that how long did it take you honestly to get used to this art style like as you were reading you know Cameron, i'm not gonna lie to you i never got used to it okay i didn't get used to it at all through the nine chapters again not that I disliked it, I just it was weird and I didn't yeah. get used to it. And I don't know if and, and it, I I definitely would not want this kind of look from my manga that I read normally mm-hmm. and on a regular basis. Yeah. I would not want this kind of look at all. Yeah, which we don't get it. Like this is right. like one of those rare ones where yep. we do yep. find fully colored because I know that was the most surprising thing to me. It was was that it was fully colored <laughs> for Kevin, one. And I was reading chapter one. I'm like, oh. Like, cause you know, sometimes you'll get on the first chapter, the debut chapter, you'll get like what one or two, maybe three pages in color. Yeah, and yeah, then the it goes spreads to black and white, right? And so I'm going through it, and I'm like, I'm on page five, six. I'm like, wait a minute, how, how, how long is this gonna last? <laughs> well, even like the coloring, I, I would say 
you could tell that this were this the artwork was leaned into how this was going to be a fully colored manga compared oh, yeah. to like other manga where like I know like they I know that Viz will go back and recolor like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that, but right. all the artwork for a traditional manga is drawn with with the idea that it's not going to be colored. It's not going to be like a comic book where we have full color and everything. So the art really does lean into it being so like when they whenever we do get like a Dragon Ball Z or manga that gets recolored version, it never looks right because that that wasn't the artwork didn't have that in mind. No, because the 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 manga will draw the art with a with a certain eye to to lighting and to texture and to shading and those techniques only really work in the black and white medium. Yeah, doesn't really work with color art. Yeah, and 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 here you could totally tell that that was the opposite yeah. of like it. It, it was more like yes. a comic book of like or like a webtoon, like a webtoon, like, uh, like a, yeah. That they they knew that this was going to be fully colored yes. and everything in terms of the character reactions, everything takes a different tone. Yes, compared to like even going back to your example of Undead Unluck, which I, I mm-hmm. really like, is that Undead Unluck the comedy even f- that one felt different from here because yes. the the physical all the physical comedy just has a different look to it because it is yep. fully colored um and again it did take me i think the first two chapters really to get used to it <laughs> right. and like not be like oh the while the artwork does stand out and all the mean mugging that she does stand out yeah it wasn't like for like it wasn't foreign to me that like it was right. going on continuing to go on because again i finally wrapped my mind around that <laughs> oh this manga is fully colored and everything like yeah. that okay i could treat it more like a comic book that's fine yeah. Yeah. um so it did, but like I said, it did take me about two cha- two or three chapters to get used to it. Yeah. Um. Because again, I still had like when I started reading it, I was just like, oh, I'm going to read a manga. I'm going to read a manga, and it was hard to break that mentality. Yeah, it is. It it really is hard to break that mentality. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of this, would would you? So I know you mentioned that you aren't going to read read beyond this, just because again, you got your fill, which yeah. I totally understand. I I feel the same way. Yeah. Um. What? But do you think, like, just going into anime? Do you think that it will, it will work as an anime that we are getting here in the here on Netflix at the end of the month? At the end of the month, and then we're all it is already premiering over in Japan. Um. Mm-hmm. But do you think that this is going to work better as it as an anime? I def. I really do. I absolutely think it'll work better as an anime. I think the comedy will work better as an anime. I think the look. The general look artistically will do better as an anime as well. Mm-hmm. I think the whole shtick from top to bottom will work better as an anime. Yeah. And I think that Romantic Killers, okay, look, it's not going to be huge like a Chainsaw Man or a Spy Family or My Hair Academy. We all understand that. But I have a feeling, Kevin, I just have a feeling. I don't know what it is. But I think there are going to be more people who enjoy the romantic killers anime then you might think yeah. i think there's gonna be more people that get into it than 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 maybe netflix is expected i could be totally wrong but yeah, that's no. just my gut feeling and, and i do like that netflix is taking this this chance with with this type like because i know that they have like a lot of sh- like romance romantic yeah. comedies on, on netflix especially like i know that they had like Comey can't communicate and a couple others that aren't the traditional action animes and which i do like and Obviously, it does seem like that that has been a successful thing for them, and why they picked up Romantic Killer for their for their app. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that they're, even though it's a niche audience, it's obviously a strong audience that does. It is a very faithful audience, and it, yep. it, it like they they it, it is a big audience, especially in the manga genre, because it, it's one of the biggest manga genres as well. So yeah. I'm I'm glad that, I, and I think with the voice acting, especially like because I just watching the trailer for it, um, the voice acting makes such big difference. Um, for for this one especially yep agreed no i i think netflix will be sorry look look i'm not the kind of person who would normally watch this type of anime at all if this if i hadn't read the manga kevin and i saw this (laughs) pop up and i'm like uh shoujo you know anime whatever moving on to next one I will actually I'm actually going to watch the first episode when it hit when it when it when it comes on Netflix. I'm actually going to watch it. And if it is better, if it is what I think it's going to be and it actually plays better in anime form, I'll I might actually watch the whole thing. I, I'm not going to lie. I might. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm, well, I'm glad I introduced you to something that is completely out of your uh, 
It is uh, uh, comfort zone. So, like, I think that's really the the biggest success. And I'll, I will take that away as the conclude this episode that way. That I got rock into something that's in the shoujo genre that he's going to watch an anime for it. That's right. That's right. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that that was the biggest accomplishment I could have. So you know what? We're going to end it there. So again, you could. Check out this episode and all our backlog of episodes um, for the Manga Revolution podcast on any podcast services um, from Spotify to Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. So, again, Rock, hopefully you have a good rest of your Sunday and I'll catch you again uh, next time.